So there is this uh, two Dhammapada verses that I really like at the first chapter. Um, the Pali goes like Akkochimang, Avadimang, Ajinimang, Ahasme, two verses. And then it goes Tesang Upanayanti, Veran Tesupasamati, Veran Tesanasamati. So um, I thought it's a good point uh, to talk about. We have a tendency that we, when we work with people, when we engage with the society, with uh, when we have interactions, we tend to think that that person insulted me, that person attacked me, maybe physically, verbally, or mentally, however. And by doing that, by saying that, we just lose the peace in our mind because we always think that um, somebody, you know, insulted me, blame on me, and uh, maybe at your work, maybe on the road, wherever. So when we do that, we lose our peace in our mind. And so because we always go to a revenge, we always go to a reaction with that when that happens. So if we can stop that reaction, we can keep our cool, right? Uh, we can uh, be in peace. So that's basically the very simple uh, meaning of those two verses. One day, Buddha went to... Buddha had an invitation from a... Um, he was a religious leader, and he gave Buddha an invitation for a meal, lunch. So Buddha accepted, and um, I think he never said never, so he accepted <laughs> it, and yeah. He went there and with his balls, robes, and everything, and then he sat down, and all of a sudden, this person started to blame on him. And he criticized the Buddha and said the every possible bad word that a person could say. And Buddha was listening there. And he was just sitting there and he was listening to this whole, his criticism. And then that guy stopped because he didn't get a, get a reaction. Think about if you are in a situation like that and you get invited to something and then all of a sudden what you get is a complaint, a criticism or a blame, how would you feel? And so Buddha was very quiet and that guy thought, wow, this is not going to work. Because to keep, in order to keep going, we need a feedback. Otherwise, you can't do it. So he stopped, and then Buddha smiled at him and said, 
what do you do um, when you oh when when you invite your friends over for a meal you give food you provide we you offer food and then he asks well if they don't want to accept it what do you do then he said well in that case we would use it we, we will put it in the freezer and later warm it up and we'll use it then buddha said well i'm not gonna accept any of these things that you offered me today i'm not gonna accept any criticisms any um blames anything so you can keep it and you can use it and then he left now i think most of the time in our lives we are we are become mean a victims of others and it's something that in the culture that we have that all the time i remember one day i don't remember exactly what it was i was saying something and this person told me oh you should have get it as a something uh, what she said or you should consider it as a insult i don't remember what it was but she was telling me that something happened and i was explained to this person this story what happened and she said well you should consider it as an insult insult so we have in the society in when we engage with people when we in this you know interact with people people always use these words oh it's it's an insult and uh what are those words? there are a lot of words that people use um criticism yeah criticism insult and uh, Dis- disrespect disrespect put down put down um yeah there are you know a lot of things that we say and why would we think that somebody can make you angry that somebody can make you unhappy and we always use that little phrase oh you know what he pisses me off right <laughs> always use that. he makes me so angry and so this is something that we all are dealing with so when we do that you are proving that you are not a strong person and that's mean you are very weak at that point and the other 
person can use your weakness to make you more weaker. That's what happens with our day-to-day -day life. And if not, nobody can make you angry. And why, why we think we have that uh, idea in our mind, that seed, that deep in our minds that people can make, make me angry, make, um, make me mad. Actually, others can piss, piss me off, right? Pisses me off, I guess. So, so think about that story in, in the Buddha's story that he went there and he was listening to all this criticism and then he walked away. But the problem with us, we always go to a reaction. So with anger, it's always we go to a same type of a reaction. We always take a revenge. We always um, want to go against that. And we always want to um, say that I'm right. You're wrong. And we have a hard, really hard time to just listen and walk away. Think about your everyday conversations with your maybe husband, wife, maybe your boss, um, on the road, road rages and things like that. We always do that. We always want to give that reaction. And by doing that, we always lose our peace in our mind. And we are, we generally, simply, we are just becoming a victim of somebody's, um, you know, some stuff that uh, that people that people does. So, the the point that I wanted to make is that if you are strong enough and if you are mindful enough, that nobody can nobody can make you angry. And by not practicing and using these words over and over and over, we are, we are accustomed to it now. And we just say it. And so we make these patterns in our life. Especially with anger. We, we have a really hard time to deal with anger. So with anger, with, when it's talk about with uh, Buddha's teachings, because we believe in rebirth, so we just carry it on to, from this life to the next life. And when Buddha explained about anger situations in his stories, and he always said, oh, it's not just the problem of just in this life. It's, there is a connection to the previous lives too. And he always came up with these stories and said, well, there is a connection that we make these patterns and we just carry it on. Think about 
if you are a kid that who got really mad you, that you had like irrational behaviors when you are uh, young, think about when you go to, if you have kids, when you take these kids to um, shopping center, um, to, you know, shopping, and you know where, how they behave when they don't get what they want, right? And they want that cereal, this cereal, and when you try to explain, well, we have enough at home, we have that kind, we have to finish that. Well, what's going to happen? Scream, and they want to have it. And this same type of behavior we carried on when we get older too. And do you think now when we get older we don't get mad? We don't attack people? We don't hate people? We do the same things. And we scream. And so we, we make these patterns, we, these, we, we carry these things on. So in Buddha's teachings, like especially like these um, distractions, disturbances, like anger, um, jealous, and this type of stuff, we just carry it on. We make a pattern in our lives, and we not, it's not just talk about this life, it's talk about, you know, previous lives too, and how it links to uh, the other lives too, if you want to believe it, if you believe it. So, we make these patterns, and we, by doing that, we lose our peace, happiness in our mind with ourselves and so we just become a victim of others and all the time when we see things and we come to the point that we get mad and we always react to things because we have so much expectations that we want things to be a certain ways that we like and we want people to behave certain ways. Uh, so with these expectations, it just leads us to lose our um, uh, happiness, peace in our mind. So it's, it's, that's something that I wanted to uh, talk about today because people always say that that person, this person, this situation, that situation, make me angry, make me mad. But in reality though, nobody can make you mad. That means there is something that we have to work on ourselves. So there is nothing wrong with those people, but ourselves, with ourselves. Okay, so any comments, ideas? Yes, sir. Yeah, you gave that example about the child who got mad because his parents wouldn't let him have a certain cereal, right? And so he desired, that, that boy or girl desired the cereal, and his, his parents put up a wall, a block between him and his, what he desired. Now, that's exactly what you, I, I think you, you said this, that's exactly what happens to us if somebody insults us they put up like a wall between us and what we desire, right? But what do we desire exactly? We desire, I think sometimes we desire 
everybody to like us. We desire, we have a picture of ourselves in our mind, how, how we want ourselves, other people to look at us and everything. And this person is putting a block between us and, and that desire. And uh, I guess from what I understood, you know, it's, it's not that this person is making me angry, it's that I'm letting him make me angry. Right? Yeah. It's so by being stronger in the practice and the way you think, you can actually put up a wall, but it's not negative, nor is it positive. You know, it's just to let what comes come in, but then let it bounce back out and not let it bother you because then you're going to fall into that trap of letting people do those things the same way, right? Yeah. Okay. And also, also sometimes not going back to the root of the problem is something that we have to work on with, uh, with practice by what I mean by that. We have to go back to roots and work on those roots and otherwise you can just put a bracelet on your hand and when you get mad you can just play it, whatever that, you know, people do, stuff mm -hmm. like that. It's just a plaster, it's, it's never gonna work. So you always, I think, go, you have to go back and see how, why I started and how it happens and what's going on with me. So you always go back to your roots and work on those things. And so that way I think we can reduce that the the frequency of reaction, and um, it happens a lot with people. And I see a lot of people are dealing with this problem a lot, and they get really really mad. As I think uh, it's because when it's come to. I think it's it's because of desire, yeah. We want this things in certain ways. I like sometimes when people use the word transparent, transparency. I think Sujatha uses that word. Just imagine yourself as being transparent, like you know, any negative thing can just kind of flow right through you and try to that kind of absorb it. Some people. No, I don't think so. No? No. I don't think. Um, that what about anger within yourself? Um, you're angry because you made a mistake, and, and it's my mistake, and yet I get angry at myself for having made that mistake. Good question. Well, I think we angry towards ourselves, towards others, and towards world. So these are the three things that we have. So it's the same, same, uh, the same problem that we are dealing with when 
we are when we you mad at yourself when you are angry at yourself is the i think uh the same problem because you have this enormous desires that you want things you know cert- that you want things in certain ways and so when we don't meet those requirements or that our needs and we wants we we get really uh angry towards ourselves and we harm ourselves so it's understanding that you're not going to get everything you want in a, in your life even though you can desire to have everything but it's never going to work that way mindful and you're comfortable with you're comfortable with your truth and you're comfortable with um comfortable with yourself then you won't you know you don't have to accept people's criticisms or hurts or because it's theirs it's theirs and it's not yours so i just think being mindful you, you know and being comfortable accepting yourself Yeah, I think you know having that those weaknesses, I think those are the buttons that we have. So we can get rid of those buttons, I guess. We can. I think we can. We don't have to have those buttons. <laughs> yeah. I think other people think a lot less about us than we think they do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's mostly us. <laughs> I think that, <laughs> I think that uh, kind of my understanding of what you're saying is, you know, when those people are saying those things about us, we're handing our piece of our happiness and our peace of mind to them. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's not necessarily about us, you know, so we're allowing them to determine whether we're happy and, and peaceful. And uh, the object, I guess, or the goal would be to not allow them to take our, our peace of mind and happiness from us, regardless of, you know, what buttons they push or anything. It's not really about, like you were saying, it's not about... um us as much as it's about them and the other thing i would say about when we get angry with ourselves is um you know for myself i i i think that we're hard on ourselves you know and we just we need to learn to show more love and compassion to ourselves and so when we do get angry i think it's important to you know be mindful of that and to to show love to ourselves i mean that's what i think we're really hard on ourselves and it's just important to you know try to you know, let go of that and show love to ourselves It's really I mean that's the basis of our practice, right? I mean that's yeah. the whole the basis of it. So that's what we have to always keep coming back to. And isn't there a danger that if you don't like anger is a secondary emotion because you're hurt somehow. And if you don't I don't know, hum, being human, you know, sometimes I feel like if I could repress stuff to the point where oh, that doesn't matter. Oh, that's okay. And I don't really feel the hurt and really let it go. Kind of like like the nun that was that came and spoke to us about disturbing emotions and how oh this is this is sadness this is it I'm mm-hmm. gonna feel it and let it go by exactly seems like there's some kind of yeah I ex- think when he talks about working with it like we go back and we don't just use the behavioral fix if we can get beyond that mm-hmm. but we work with 
we work with those disturbing emotions and that's recognizing them is how we do that. Anger's um, going to arise. We can have, I can have the concept in my mind that um, nothing out there really is making me do whatever. Um, for a long time, I was a loving kindness practice, and uh, may I be free from fear. Only recently have I said to myself, well, <clears throat> may I be willing to be with my fear, to be with it, to not be afraid of my fear, not to be overwhelmed by my anger. Um, you know, that spaciousness suggesting it's a pie-in-the-sky idea, it's a great idea, but if we're trying to get away from something, <coughs> we're still trying to get away from something. Part of what I appreciate about this teaching and this tradition is that I think anger can become very easily hatred. So it could be an ongoing thing if you didn't stop it. 
So what I mean by stopping is um, I understand what she's saying. It's not getting rid of it. It's understanding and doing something to it. Because you can... I had problems uh, last this weekend with, uh, at work with my new manager. So, and so the other co-workers call me and they just trying to feed me this idea what happened was is not fair. But if I want to carry it on and if I want to listen to them and I can make this unpleasant experience or that the thought I can make it to a bigger thing I can carry it on and so I can you know go back and forth with my manager and you know what ultimately gonna happen okay I'm gonna have a disappointed an idea about my new manager and she's gonna have a bad picture about me so I just wanted to cut off it and I just listened to those people and I said okay yeah I understand what you're saying and I just finished whatever she asked me to do I'm done with my shift tonight well I'm done with it so you don't have to carry it over then and so we always go with this you know, it's not fair, it's fair, and your desire, your attachments, the way things, you want things to be the way, the way you want. And when that doesn't happen, so uh, we get really angry, mad, and um, we lose that, um, the close, closeness with people, and we lose the love we lose the um, sense of respect, and it's really affect to our uh, relationships. It's really affect to the world, and it's really affect to the society, to a country. So, in the situation that you just mentioned, if what we do with something like that, if we carry it on, is to build a story about it, and that story needs energy to survive and we keep feeding it, we then start looking for other little pieces to add to it and it's it's about do you give the story power or do you take the power away from the story which is what you were saying about having the willingness to, to look at it and then choose what... I think know. it's always, you know, us because I remember, you know, we had this blizzard thing, right? Do you think these snowflakes and winds had a discussion and they said, oh, we're going to come and get you? <laughs> that what happened? Yes. No, it's just the nature. And why would let you get mad, angry about that something that you cannot control? And I heard people are saying on the television, I'm done with this. I'm going to move to California. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? So it just exactly. Well, I'll I'll like kind of say this that it's pretty difficult, I think, to really take 100% responsibility for yourself. And 
you know, when I when I first realized that everything was me, it was like a big real revelation. Really yeah, accepting it. I almost wanted to bargain, like, okay, maybe it's sixty percent me, forty percent them. You know, exactly. You know, because yeah. even I mean, even realizing this now, I'm, I'm you know, it's tough not reacting, you know, even knowing it. Yeah. I just like to say I don't like the way Buddha reacted to that. You know, I mean, to to, to, to be insulted. It's your desire. What? It's yeah. your desire. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, you but, desire the Buddha to be a certain way. <laughs> but for him to to just reject all the criticism and say no, I reject all the criticism. I don't know if that's the best thing to do either because maybe you can learn from criticism. He, he probably he did. He listened to it. Oh, I mean, it's very clear. Oh, so yeah, he listened. He did. Oh, he listened to everything and he never missed a word. And so when somebody, you know, say bad stuff, just don't walk away. Just listen to everything because some words are actually I like because I don't know those some words. So I can learn. <laughs> So I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Don't miss anything, but just be careful about your reaction. So it's okay to get criticized by other people, but don't be a victim of others. And then they can use you. They can overpower you. And that way we can be very miserable people. All right, so that's all. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, announcements?